Welcome to episode 16 of ScareZone, Halloween Horror Nights podcast. And guys, if you're hearing this on release week, I'm in Florida right now. I'm in Orlando and I can't wait. This Sunday, I'm going to be out at Halloween Horror Nights. Look for us. Look for the team. We're going to be out there. We'll be chilling out. If you uh, are around, let us know. Send us a tweet. Wear your shirt out that night. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now, you may say again, Logan, no Scott, no Chris. Well, they are fully enriched in Halloween Horror Nights. They've both gone multiple times. I'm still sitting here alone quietly in my studio pretending I'm there but I will be there when you're hearing this so it's kind of like time travel we got some great guests today guys I didn't want to just do this all alone awesome guests our first guest up you guys know and love them they've come on this show before they're going to talk character dining this year and the unmasking tour that they did give you guys a little update see if it's something you want to do not too many spoilers we kept it spoiler free so just some general ideas of the houses and some of the specific spots uh, that they really enjoyed in, on those tours and of this character dining. All right, once again, we are joined by our, our best friends. Uh, <laughs> pro- probably people that should, we should we should be paying now as co-hosts because I feel like they, they come on so often. But everyone loves them, and they're some of the most popular episodes. So I, I'm thrilled to have them on once again. Uh, our friends, the trackers or whatever. How, how do you actually want me to call you when you are collective together? That's, I mean, yeah. the trackers is fine. The trackers is fine. Okay, I've always I've had some trepidation. I've always been a little odd with just saying the trackers. So Jen and Tim, you guys know them. We've had them on before. Go listen to their old episodes. Uh, we talked about last time that we both of you guys were on. We talked about character dining from 2015. Now we've rolled around again. I want to talk about that and the unmasking tour. Something both of you guys have done already. This is my week. You know, I'm headed down. When people are hearing this, I'll be in Orlando this Sunday. I'll be out at the park. So I'm excited about it. But something I probably won't be able to do this year. Or at least for this trip, is this character dining. So let's just start off with, for people that have already heard the last episode, how does it compare to last year's? I thought it was a lot of fun. Like, I I, I liked last year's better, only because it was the 25th year and there were, like, so many icons. Yeah. This year, we had Chance. I really liked how, like, vocal she was. Like, she she really talked to you and you really got to know her character and she was a lot of fun. And I think last year, the only speaking uh, scare actor that we saw was the clown, the chainsaw clown. Yeah. Who, and who and was my favorite, like he was one of my favorite scare and, actors by yeah, far. Yeah, and, and the, the usher. The usher. Yeah. Oh I've my gosh. That, yeah. The usher. <laughs> right. Totally forgot. Oh no. But it was, it was neat because Chance came over and she sat down with us. Yeah. She like talked with us. She was amazing. She, I feel like we became best friends with her by the yeah. end of the night. Like for real. <laughs> she ate some of our food. Yeah, she did. She kept eating people's food. <laughs> That's amazing and horrible. Like I don't, I wouldn't want to be in that role. Uh, yeah, right? right? Yeah. She was she was fantastic though. She really was. Like I um I think we said this last time where the food itself isn't amazing. It's not terrible, but it's just like the the park food that you yeah. know you can kind of get everywhere. But the interaction that you have with the actors is I mean, I would pay twice as much to do that. Yeah. I'm going to try to uh, come back down for it because it does sound, it sounds cool. It sounded cool last time you guys did it, but any other than the fact that the characters are changed, anything else major different between the two events from last year and this year? No, between the scare. They, I think they kind of polished it a little bit more. Like they had um, full out graphics and stuff like that on the wall and on the TVs. Whereas last year it was like, I think it was not as polished. Right. Well, it was the first year, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. So last year was the yeah. test. This year, yeah. no people right. would pay. Yeah, yeah. And the um, the other thing that I think was different this year is that they didn't have like a standalone because you get a free photo when you when you do this character dining. So there's a like a photo uh, person, photo connect person that walks around yeah. and 
takes photos with basically with you and chance. But last year you could actually like line up and take photos with, what was it with the usher and with somebody else? Caretaker. Oh, caretaker. Yeah. And I liked that a little bit better because you've got a real picture rather than a candid photo, which sometimes candid photos don't always turn out that cute. Yeah. The dark (laughs) booth settings. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And they do need to work on that like a little bit like they're, they're communicating. Well, no, the communication between photo connect because we went in and we had a ticket that was like, you get one free digital download. Right. And we handed it to them at the front of this character dining. And then later on in the evening when we were going to get our photo, we didn't have anything to give Photo Connect. We're like, hey. uh, I think we get a free photo. And they were like, do you? And we were like, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) They they believed us and they they took our word for it. But we did pay for it. (laughs) Yeah. So is Chance the only character that walks around during this this year? There was Chance. There was the Chainsaw geishas the, the pumpkin head the pumpkin head guy yeah. there's like an like a michael myers was there michael myers was there there's a character from uh oh, layer of the banshee yeah the uh they have like the cow face like the cow skull um oh, i thought it was like an owl oh, i thought it was a cow skull <laughs> oh oh i don't know <laughs> we'll go back was, and look and decide scary. yeah <laughs> it was one of those uh I, can't, I think there may have been one other but i can't remember what it is right now I don't think so. Maybe not. Yeah, I think that was it. There there weren't very many characters walking around, but the um the time that we picked wasn't very busy. So it 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 all worked out. Yeah, it was pretty funny to watch at the end of the night like or at the end of this character dining. We kind of stayed in there a little bit longer than everybody else. We were one of the last groups out and it was time for like Michael Myers to head off to his house. Yeah. <laughs> so he just like walks out of the front door of Monsters Cafe <laughs> and like <laughs> He's like, gotta go make the donuts. Because <laughs> when you guys leave, it's the event's already happening, right? It started. Yeah. So it I, I we had that as one of our. I put up on our Facebook group. If there were questions. I think someone asked that. Yeah, they said uh, after the dinner, are you in the event early, or is it you're in the event because it's already begun? You're. Yeah, you can there. leave right at six when it when it begins. But I feel like you don't really want to do that because. Yeah. If, I, I didn't want to do that anyway because I wanted as much as much time as possible with like the scare actors. And because we were the last people to leave, like Chance knew us by name. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, you guys," you know. Like it was it was really cool to have that much time with her. Yeah, that's cool. There is one uh, other question I want to ask. This is you kind of already answered it, and uh, but you can you can probably make it short and sweet. This from Matthew because I want to take these questions that come in. It's nice. Uh, they said, "Does the uh, APH discount annual pass holder discount apply for character dining?" Do you know? That's that's a good question. You're not. Um, I don't. I think maybe actually. I'll have to look because we bought it at the same time that we bought our frequent fear pass, yeah. and we got our annual pass holder discount on the frequent fear pass. Right. I just don't know if we got it on this character dining. We'll I didn't even out. look. We'll try to find yeah. out. And then uh, another per- same guy said this. You, you've already answered. Said, does it leave you too stuffed to do an entire night? And is the food quality good quality? Uh. <laughs> food quality is about the same as any catered event that you would go to. Yes. Yeah, like I think food. it was. Yeah, I think it was all the same as last year. Like we had little um, beef medallions and roasted chicken, and there was like a chicken marsala. There was, was rice. A pork. And, so that's, yeah, the, the pork. that's the moment to upgrade. It's like, come on, guys, you'd rather had yeah. the, you'd rather had themed out food that was just as tolerably than like okay, what I get right. at, at every wedding. Yeah, exactly. Then they had one guy like slicing prime rib. 
Oh, that's right. Or he had like a sirloin steak yeah. or something. Is I he mean, themed out like like a butcher? No. See, why not? That's, no. that's a very easy <laughs> thing to do. You know, yeah. I, you get that at any Halloween store. Okay, right? wh- whatever. I won't. I won't complain about it since I, I probably won't be attending it. But all right. So for you guys though, you did do an unmasking tour already this year. And you did it before they banned all photos from everyone, I believe. Uh, yeah. They so, banned the photos from the IPs, but not from the original houses. Okay. So, so you, you can still take photos in... Lightning Gulch. Yeah. Because they're not doing tours of Tomb because it's too tight. I yeah. wish they would, though. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I want to I go in that house with the lights on so bad. So what houses did you get to tour? We did American Horror Story. Sorry. Uh, someone, <laughs> someone called this phone that's connected to Skype that doesn't exist. This is a fake phone, so uh, that no one has number for. So there you go. All right. Uh, so what houses did you do, guys? <laughs> we did American Horror Story, The Exorcist, and Lightning Gulch. All right. So how the event? How long did it take you guys to go through? I went through it the first year they ever did it, so I'm not sure how much has changed. Okay, this is. Okay, guys, this drives me insane. I got to figure. <laughs> out, I got to figure. I got to figure out what's happening here. I'm putting this on Do Not Disturb, and hopefully that will work. It was on Do Not Disturb. Who is calling this number? Uh, we oh, gave no. your number out to everybody. It's the Sorry. Exorcist. What if it is the Exorcist? Okay, I want to talk. All right, I'm just going to hope. And why is my podcast playing now? Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, we're gonna. Maybe it is. All right, so maybe we'll leave that in. <laughs> so, so you toured around these three houses. Experience like, did you really enjoy it this time? Worth doing? Yeah, I, I think it's worth doing. Um, any any year like with any house honestly because there's so much that you don't see when you go through you're because you're you know you're like going through in the conga line in the dark right you're not seeing all the cool stuff that that like creative has put in the house the little easter eggs so yeah i think it's worth it for sure right? i think so too yeah yeah, yeah I, the first year we did it the first year that i ever attended because i was so scared so i was like let, is there a way that I can see this, these houses beforehand? And Tim was like, yeah, we can do the Unmasking the Horror Tour. We did that before we actually went to Horror Nights. Okay. And it really helped me to like not be so scared. And so we've done it every year since. And I, I think that we'll continue to do it every year. Yeah. Even without the photos. Like I, I, I'm, of course, like a little bit like, you know, like sad that we can't do the photos like we used to be able to do. But um, I, I would still do it. Yeah. Yeah, the photo thing doesn't really bother me. I mean, I, it, it would bother me if I was in your profession, but uh, not doing what you guys do. It's just, I enjoyed going on the tour. I, I looked back. I took some photos before uh, when we did the tour years ago, whatever the Resident Evil house was. I remember walking through that. And it was awesome, and I really loved it. But I also kind of get it. I understand. I'm sure there are some weird rules that happened. And uh, by this time, Chris may have broken his inside source reasons for uh, why that happened. Uh, <laughs> we'll tell you later. Uh, but it's a cool event. I liked it. I'm not going to be able to, again, probably not going to be able to do it this year. Okay, so once again, guys, this just got shut down again. Something something is spooky happening to our uh, connection, guys. So why don't you explain those? So you, you were saying to me something happened in the Exorcist house. So we did the Unmasking the Horror Tour, and our tour guide, Kelly, was telling us that every time she goes through the Exorcist, she gets a funny feeling, mm-hmm. and she also said that uh, strange things happen on the Unmasking the Horror tours. She was telling us how on a tour before ours, somebody's camera just started going off, yeah, like, like when they weren't like flashing uncontrollably. All right. And so, uh, as soon as we got into the head spin room, no, it wasn't that room. It was oh no, it was the power of Christ. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Someone's phone just started taking pictures. It was so like, weird he of the his, ground. He just had it pointed down. He had his phone in his hand, like you know, everybody's got you the phone saw in their this. hand. Yeah. yeah, it oh, was yeah. so creepy, and it just it just kept flashing. And Kelly was like, 
your is is your phone just taking random pictures right now? And he said, yeah, it is. I don't know what's going on. It was so creepy. And so I tweeted out that that had happened. And Mike Aiello is like, oh, yeah, that sort of stuff happens all the time in there. I would not want to be one of those actors in that house. Yeah. That either means no way. they've somehow rigged like, through IR to control your cameras or <laughs> bad things are happening. And there's a reason my wife is like, I'm not doing that house. That's uh, not yeah. happening. I'm skipping that one. Well, I mean, right? that, there is an interesting bit of – I mean that's always been something with The Exorcist is there's always weird stuff that happened in the house – or in the uh, – while they shot the movie, people died. There was always horrible things that happened while they made that film because – for the guys that write it, I actually was able to speak briefly with the author of The Exorcist. You know, to him, he's a hardcore conservative Catholic, and to him, it was a it was a warning film. It wasn't a oh. it wasn't a horror movie. It was this is real. This could happen. So you know, that's a uh, it's interesting that you that that stuff is happening even in uh, the the haunted house equivalent of it. But yeah. it it, yeah. it weirdly makes me a little bit more interested to see the see the house now though. Um, I, that oh. it's probably one of the ones I'm looking forward to the most, and now I'm a little looking forward to it a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably not good though personally, but I, I do I am interested in it. Well, so for the for the unmasking the horrors tour, anything else that stuck out? Someone asked. There was a question they came up with. This was from uh, from Jacob. He said, "What house did you guys learn the most about during the tour?" And any little bit of interesting info you just shared about. Because we're having these horrible technical difficulties. Uh, you shared about that. But anything else that kind of stuck out from this tour? I think that uh, the thing, the house that we learned the most about was probably Ghost Town. Oh, yeah. Just learning like the backstory. And, and there's a lot of little things in Ghost Town that yeah. most people wouldn't even begin to notice on and, a walkthrough. And that's what I mean by the Unmasking the Horror Tour really is worth it. Because if you're a hardcore Horror Nights fan, like, Ghost Town is the house for you. That is the house that you're going to want to do the unmasking the, the horror tour on and you're going to want to go through multiple times to like see all of the little Easter eggs. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's yeah. learning about the the back like the um, the background story. Yeah, I think was the coolest part for me. Yeah. Like knowing the story of the ghosts that you see when you walk through. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going you know, you don't want to tell the whole story because you want people to go on the tour. But so I'm going on Sunday. So. What is it? Is there a specific Easter egg or something I should keep my eyes out for? So there's two things. One, every time that you see a dead body, mm -hmm. the next scare that you get is the ghost of that dead body. So okay, take take for instance the very first, and this shouldn't be a spoiler. The very first body that you see has been killed by an axe. Mm -hmm. okay. And so the next guy that you see has like an axe wound in his chest. Right. And that's the next character that you see. So every single one that you see has a dead body that goes along with it. So that way they really themed out the story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's neat. And there's also a uh, Jack Schmidt um, chest. Oh, yeah. From the stage show. So when he had a show, the, the Carnival of Carnage show last uh -huh. year, yeah. there was a little chest on the stage that had um, his initials on it. And it kind of looked like. Um, sort of like the Jokery font. It was the JS okay. in that font. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is actually in one of the scenes, which is cool. And you wouldn't see it unless you went on the tour. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I did notice when we did it before. It's like, man, it, you, you just there's so much detail, like you said, that you don't see. It would have no interest in even. You'd be just breezing past it. But if you do those tours, you really get to see how much heart is put into it, even to the stuff you're never going to see. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, think it, I think it really... Um, I think it's really worth it to do the tour just to kind of like, you know, to like pay your respects to like what everybody did in that house. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. They worked really hard. So they just, they deserve it. Like, 
I would recommend the the double tour too. We didn't get a chance to I do wish, the double tour because we, we signed it. up too late <laughs> and there wasn't any slots available. Yeah. Um, but the double tour got to do six houses, whereas we only got to do three. Do you know what houses and, those are? Uh, the other ones were Krampus. Which I'm so mad that we didn't get to do Krampus before they took the photo thing away. Yeah. Like, I just wanted to see the snow globes. That's all I wanted. Yeah. There's, I don't, I don't know if this is a spoiler or oh, not, shoot. but there's. Yeah, that might be a spoiler. No, Ooh, I don't sorry. think it is. No, <laughs> there's snow globes in Krampus. Yeah, snow I mean, that's part of the movie. <laughs> uh, but inside of the snow globes, right. there are the facades of previous. Like some of the older houses. Yeah, like, like Shady, Shady Brook, Brook and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it's, and to I'm me, so that's bummed. not a spoiler. That's more like keep your eyes open because you're going to miss yeah, that. Yeah. Like, that's just you're, awesome. You're not going to see that on a walkthrough. Right. No, there's like, no way. Like, it's impossible it's to see. It's too dark in that room. <laughs> also, yeah. there's somebody jumping out and scaring you. Oh, right. Like, <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> All right, so you guys have gone multiple times now, and I think we've covered these two things uh, pretty well. Both of them, you guys fully recommend doing both dining and uh, the unmasking tours. So we got that, yeah. c- got that down. Now for... The event in general, without going into any deep spoilers, how you feeling? How do you feel about it this year? You guys have gone multiple days. You can at least maybe tell us some of your favorites without saying like this is why or, or any specific moments. But any favorites? Anything that you uh, that stick out? I love Krampus <laughs> just because it is such a fun house. Like it's not what? the scariest house. Do what? I said I can't wait. That's oh, I thought oh, you said, good. okay, wait. And I was like, okay, oh, no, wait. is it happening again? Krampus <laughs> is controlling our, yeah. <laughs> our No, I can't wait for that one. That's the one like that really, like, I love the funny houses, though, and the more, you know, cartoony, I guess, little houses. Yeah, well, don't get me wrong. There are scary things yeah. that happen in that house, but it's just, I don't know. I have, every time I walk through that house, I'm just like, yay. Right. I, last <laughs> night, we went through it last night, and I got a ton of scares. Yeah. Like, and I know where they're at. That's the thing that I like the most about Horror Nights is that, you like going multiple times, you know exactly where all the scare actors are going to be. You're anticipating the scare. They still get me like really get me in that house. Yeah. And so I think, I think that's tied for my number one too. Really? Yeah. I think it's, I think it's bumped up. My number one is tomb of the ancients. Okay. Like it's just, it's amazing. It's an amazing house. Yeah. It's, it's really, um, I, I don't know what the word, it is very claustrophobic. There are lots of things kind of in your face and it's just very, I don't know. Like, that's what I expect from Horror Nights, that house. Yeah. Also, there's so much detail in that house. Like, they theme the ceiling. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like what? Like, nobody's even going to look up there. It's it's amazing, like, the amount of work that goes into this stuff. And you're just going through it for minutes, you know? And it's, I don't I don't know. It's amazing to me. I yeah. love it. I, like, I can't wait to get back. Yeah. One of the things that seems to be a surprising success is the Academy of Villains show. Oh, yeah. Because that was something I think all of us were a little bit like, all right. That's going to be fun. Right. You know, like, it's like a bunch yeah. of the dance show in the middle of the parks. But I'm hearing awesome things. It is so good. They are so talented. The show is like a horror kind of um, based show. It's Shady Brook, too. Right, it's a Shady Brook oh, show. It, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's they do some really cool stuff. Yeah. I mean, really cool stuff. I was like, I think calling it a dance show is like a misconception. Yeah. I mean, it is a dance show. They are they, dancing. They are dancing, but there is so much more to it. Right. Yeah. It's it's like a full-on theater production. Yeah. So don't skip like, it. Yeah. No, Go watch don't. it. <laughs> watch it multiple times even. Go like, watch honestly. it. And it's easy to know when it's going to happen too because they have like this little like build up to it where they start – the stage has like flamethrowers all over it. So anytime you see a giant flash of a fireball <laughs> yeah. in the park, the show is going to start within like five or ten minutes. So you could head over there. 
Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, scare zones then. What what are we talking about? What's your what's your top? Because Tim, we walked through all of them with you before this thing was open, and we speculated a lot. But what has been the most surprising for you? So we went on employee preview, and I was before we went to the event. I was so excited for Vamp Fifty Five. Right. And then we went on employee preview, and I was so disappointed. But, and then right. we went back on opening day. And it is amazing. They are so good. I think on, on employee preview night, it just wasn't fully staffed, which, we, I mean, of course, like, we totally understand. But the props All the employees in the zone, are in the parks. All right, the, yeah. yeah, like, right. And so the props in the zone are, they're kind of like, oh, okay, I, I kind of thought it, it would be a little bit, like, I thought there would be more going on. The scare actors make that zone. Oh, yeah. They are so into it. And it has a feel of, like, did you ever watch the Buffy movie? Not the TV show, but Yeah, the, the original movie, movie. yeah. Yeah, it it feels like that. Like yeah. I felt like I was in the the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie, but like also in the fifties. I don't know. It was they're so good and they're so into their characters. Yeah, like so into their characters. Which is why Tim said, "Don't go on a play preview if I if it was the only choice." Because I did have the opportunity to go. I was like, "Should I do this?" He's like, "Don't fly down for it if it's your only t- yeah. time to go for a day." Because it seems like it's insane. You guys get to see some houses, which is awesome. But it's awesome to hear that they were able to kind of shift things around and and. See the event grow. It's awesome, guys. Well, again, I can't thank you guys enough for for chiming in. Is there anything else, any parting words you want to give to the fine people of the Scare Zone audience that are maybe going to Horror Nights this year that maybe we have left out? Um, I don't know, just have fun. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's what you want. My wife, who hates going, she's going to be going with us. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's going to oh. love it. I feel no, like she, it, lo- she it enjoys sh- it. You should definitely take her through the Vamp 55 Scare Zone first to like get her sort of started yeah. then. I think that I think that'll really be like a good introduction to this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I'll, a lot of fun. I will try to take your opinion. We're doing the tour, the RIP tour, so I have no idea how that runs, how that works. But uh, she oh. she enjoys a lot of the houses. Uh, it's she enjoys all the scare zones and then just some of the houses. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> I don't think she'll be going through Texas Chainsaw. I'm pretty sure that's the one that's like not going to happen. So oh, we'll see. It's so much fun though. Well, I mean, we'll be going through it, but she's <laughs> not. She'll be with the, with the tour guide taking you to the exit. So it'll be fine. All right, guys. Well, again, I hope you guys have a good morning. Enjoy yourself, and thank you guys for just coming on and hopping on again. It really means a lot to us that, like I said, you're our you're our unofficial correspondent. But hey, are you guys headed to Hollywood? We're yeah. going to Hollywood. We're going to, Hollywood. <laughs> to Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. So clear. Not just you're not moving to Hollywood. You signed a giant deal. There's a new movie. <laughs> the the tracker movie's coming out. Which if you ever want to make, <laughs> just let me know. I got people. Uh, <laughs> uh, with you know minor budgets, but we can do it. I'll get it distributed. It'll be good. But uh, enjoy yourself. I can't wait to hear from that. You know, we've had a lot of friends who've gone. I've never gone to Hollywood. Have you guys ever been to Halloween Horror Nights? No, there? it's no. our first. Oh. It's our first time. We're super excited. Yeah, like super super excited. All right, well, well, at post event, we'll give you guys like a month break till you have to come back on the show, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then come on and let us know what you think of Hollywood. So I look forward to that, guys. Well, again, have a have a great time, and thank you for hopping on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us. All right. Thanks again to Tim and Jen. You know how to follow them, the Tim Tracker, on every social media. We'll put the links in. Sorry about all those technical glitches. We decided to leave it in because it was creepy and weird. And after they had that story about the exorcist, we decided, you know what, man? You guys need to experience that as well. Let us know if you have anything weird happen to you in the exorcist. And something weird that you know, cool, like with your cameras taking. Not something weird like, hey, you know, I got stuck in line and a character didn't pop out right. That's not something we're interested in. I'm more talking about something cool and weird happened anywhere at Halloween Horror Nights. Again, I can't be more excited because I'm there when you're hearing this. So I'm, I'm sorry that you're not with me. And if you are with me, awesome. I know a lot of listeners are coming out to our uh, meetup that we're doing on Sunday. It is a, 
a very small group because we have a room that we can't fit any more people in. So right now we're full, but still reach out because you never know if people cancel. Just tweet me at SZPodcast. You can find me there, SC Podcast, or just Logan Seculo, however you want to get in touch. Now, our next guest, you know Ricky Briganti, probably that name. He is the head of Inside the Magic, and you're also joined by Sarah Elger, who is part of this new haunted experience going on in Orlando. And it's not quite a haunted house. It's 30 minutes long. I'll let them get into it, but they're looking for characters. I know a lot of you guys out there maybe made it or maybe couldn't do it because of your schedule. This is a smaller commitment. Uh, you get, and they're looking for some really unique, different looks and appearances. Again, I'll let you hear them. Now take a listen to our interview with the creators of Catharsis. Ricky Briganti, you know him probably from Inside the Magic, and Sarah Elger. And they have a new, what do you guys even call this thing? Is it a haunted house in Orlando? Is it a haunted experience? Well, explain to our audience what what this craziness is. Yeah, definitely. Well, I guess to start, it's called Catharsis, um, and uh, it's not your traditional haunted house for sure. In fact, we're uh, trying to stay away from, I guess, that specific phrase and calling it more of a haunted experience uh, because it is, you know, it's 30 minutes long. It's not about jump startle scares. It's about sort of trying to reach you on a, uh, a deeper level of fear. So when you say it's 30 minutes long, and, and I just want to, like, what what does that mean? Because in my head, you're right, what I'm thinking of is I can't deal with 30 minutes of what a Halloween Horror Nights house would be, you know, walking through and just getting, you know, jump scares every five seconds. What, what is this sort of, without spoiling anything, what should people anticipate and why did you even come up with this idea? So we actually have a giant space. We have 15,000 square feet of sets. So that's enough space to fill, um, you know, a 30-minute experience. We're not focused on those jump scares. So I'm actually a giant wuss. That's fine for me to say. Um, so this really isn't necessarily about that. This isn't. You're not going to come in and have somebody jumping out at you. You know, every two seconds at all. Sure, there'll be moments of that. Moments of a few startles, but Got it's really bit. more about sort of a, a a creepy tone, and you know, it's creepy and seductive at the same time. So it's more in, in the tone is different. So less saw, more like Hitchcockian. Definitely. Definitely, maybe with a hint of uh, David Lynch in there. Okay. See, now you have my attention. See, before this, <laughs> I was thinking 30 minutes of, you know, just being screamed at. And I was like, I can't, right. I can't take that. No, that, would be, that would be a complete sensory overload. Right. You get tired of it in about four or five minutes and just want to, you know, run out of there and not in a good way. Um, so it's definitely more of a chance for us to ease you in, you know, bring you into an actual story, um, you know, and, and, and have it unfold in a, you know, really creeptastic kind of, kind of way. A lot of our listeners are either Orlando residents, they're there all the time, or they're, well, 100% of our audience is traveling to you know, go to Halloween events in the Orlando area this season. Where is it? How can people get involved with it? You know, Give us sort of the basics because for a lot, of, a lot of people that may be not local, don't know anything about Orlando, where is this going to take place? And how, how, how's the best place for them to find out about what's going on with Catharsis? Right, definitely. Um, fearcatharsis.com is the website, and it spells a lot of those details out right. on there. But in a, in a nutshell, um, we are located uh, about 10 to 20 minutes from all the major theme parks and attractions in Orlando. We're pretty close to the Florida Mall. Um, it's actually off of you know some major roads, so it's, it's pretty easy to get to. Um, but we don't reveal the exact address until you buy a ticket. So, oh, very uh, cool. <laughs> I like you know, that. Gotta keep, 
Yeah, got to keep it creepy and mysterious. Um, but yeah, anyone who's not familiar with Orlando, um, if you don't have a car, it, there's definitely easy uh, sort of bus access if you wanted to do that. Even, uh, you know, ride a train, get on whatever public transportation. Or you could lift. Yeah, definitely. We have a promo code with uh, Lyft. Uh, it's just promo code SHADOWS for any new Lyft customers can get a free ride uh, to and from. So for you guys, also one of the things you want to come on here, because you know there's a lot of people that listen that are involved in haunts throughout you know the Halloween season. And are you still looking for characters? Uh, yeah, actually, we're, we're holding some uh, more auditions uh, this week. We, you know, we've got our sort of core crew nailed down, but the more people we can pack into uh, this experience, the better. Uh, we would love to, you know, fill every dark corner with someone you're not expecting to encounter. And we're also not necessarily looking for the typical, you know, scare actor or actor of the sorts. You know, if anyone has sort of specialty skills or something interesting or different or has a very unique look about them, we're, we're very open to that. Okay, and how can people who are interested in the acting side of it? Because it is again, a lot of our audience is really very behind the scenes. If you've heard our other interviews, they're very they get they get very tech heavy sometimes. So this is very interesting to I'm sure a lot of the people listening. How can they then find out about auditions? Same, just go to the website. Or is there a specific spot? There uh, is contact information on the website, but I can just throw out an email address sure. that we've been using uh, Orlando Haunting at Gmail to handle all of that. That's awesome. Well, guys, it sounds super cool. I'm excited. When is this thing going to run? Uh, our first date is October 7th, so a week from Friday, and we'll be open on 13 nights throughout October. Oh, man. I, I hope I can get back. I'll be in Florida just this weekend. i got to quickly get back home, but I'm going to try to make it back because this sounds cool. It sounds up my alley because, like you guys said, a 30-minute or even just more than what I get at the average haunted house of just these sort of jump scare things, just it doesn't interest me that much. But this idea of of being part of a story and, and weaving my way through it, for you guys, I just want to know, why is this something you came up with? Why is this an idea that appeals to even you guys as, as maybe horror fans or as haunt fans? Sure. Actually, this really stemmed out of a recent production that we just closed called When Shadows Fall. It all set around the story of this secret society that you know took place here in Orlando. Um, and it was really hidden in Orlando for the past 28 years. So we really liked this entire world that, that we developed. Um, and so from that, we said, well, let's let's take this, you know, in the spirit of Halloween and creepy and something a lot darker and more mysterious. Let's take that and, and shift focus. So that's why we've spent sort of the past month, you know, really developing this idea for that. Another thing is um, I've been to all of those haunted houses and, and all of that, but uh, the jump scares definitely get to me. And that's not really my my favorite aspect of them. I really like the sets and the lighting and the mood that you really get from, you know, all of those sets. So we see, we know we thought we have this giant space. We have this story. Let's really take that and sort of weave, uh, you know, something different, but also in the same spirit of Halloween and, and the creepy and the seductive. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, for me, I've uh, visited a lot of, you know, sort of the newest versions of what a Halloween experience is, um, especially in Los Angeles. There's a lot of sort of experimental right. or immersive, uh, you know, productions going on. And I love those. I love that direction. Uh, Florida really hasn't seen any of that. And so this is sort of our opportunity to, uh, you know, bring a little taste of that to this city and see where it goes from there. Well, when it comes to who you're trying to attract, are we looking at you know, Halloween Horror Nights? I started going to at sort of a mid-teen. And I started going at about 15 is when I started going to Horror Nights. 
What are you looking at for an age range? Where should people leave their kids at home? Have, we, have you settled on that yet? Or or is it something where you drop your kids off at the Crayola experience over at the Florida Mall? Right. Uh, but, you know, what, what, what kind of person are you trying to attract to this attraction? Um, attract to an attraction. Beyond... Yeah. Um, you just because a lot of Halloween Horror Nights people go. I mean, I go because I love, like you said, the set design, the lighting. I, I think it's a beautiful experience. But a lot of people go because it's a big party. Who are you trying to appeal to for this uh, attraction, and what should people do when it comes to you know, bringing their kids? Right. We've definitely kept um, sort of the the general public in mind when designing this, but at the same time, uh, have wanted to you know push it a little further than what a theme park can do, than what most local attractions do. Um, our I guess our, our number specifically is we're recommending it for uh, thirteen and uh, or sixteen and up. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, we, we will allow as young as thirteen. Uh, any minors need to be accompanied by an adult, um, but it's definitely you know pushing somewhere between PG thirteen and R. Okay, so get, one of be the, <laughs> yeah, one of the biggest elements that we're working on and we're testing and playing around with is the idea of touch, and that's something that theme parks cannot do. And we're using touch not as a groping manner, not as anything that can be seen as you know inappropriate, but it, it's really to make this experience a lot more real. You know, if you touch somebody's hands or their shoulders, so it's another way of engaging you and sort of bringing you in to our world. Sure. Yeah, that's something that also is terrifying. But I, I, I look forward to. to <laughs> we, we will use we will use touch very specifically and effectively. Okay, and that's it. That's a, That's an interesting way of putting it. I, I'm gonna hopefully I'm gonna take your word on that, sir. Uh, <laughs> it sounds fun, guys. I really appreciate you hopping on and for supporting Scare Zone because this is interesting to me. There's a lot of other haunted houses, a lot of other haunting things going on, and a lot of people have reached out. Look, I'm happy to promote other Orlando-based attractions that want you know that I mean, we know with thousands of people in Orlando that that are horror fans that. Uh, you could could hear about what's going on outside of the bubble of Halloween Horror Nights. But this one is so different and it's so unique that I thought we had to share it. And also you guys have the opportunity to become part of the show. So reach out to them. Uh, you heard the email later on. I'll also throw it in the show notes. Anything else, guys, for you know the general public that's listening to this? This is not, I have to say, we don't really have the general public listening to this. We have thousands of hardcore Halloween fans really listening to this, and Halloween families even uh, listening to this. Anything you, any message you want to send to them about your upcoming catharsis? Yeah, definitely. Um, to the, to that point, uh, you know, we are uh, trying to do things that people haven't seen before. You know, we're not going to have the chainsaw wielding maniac. We're not going to have the killer clown. Um, we're going to have people encounter, I guess, a little bit more realistic, uh, horrifying uh, characters. Um, people who, you know, maybe have just gone a little bit off, and uh, and you see where it goes from there. The company behind this is Suited in Productions, as Sarah said. Um, we uh, developed When Shadows Fall previous to this. This is our current production, and there will be more to come. Um, so the website for the company is suitedinproductions.com. All right, suitedinproductions.com. So is this something where outside of Halloween season you guys are going to be doing this type of thing? We definitely have uh, a lot of thoughts and a lot of plans to continue very interesting and unique uh, experiences and productions beyond Halloween. Awesome. I look forward to that. You guys need to reclaim the, the terror on Church Street <laughs> to uh, bring bring that stuff back, guys. Well, awesome. Thank you, Ricky. And uh, thank you guys so much for, for joining us on ScareZone. And if you guys want to get involved, again, you heard where he said to go. But I'll make sure if you click your screen right now, there'll be a link to go visit their website and go out to Catharsis because if I'm in Florida, I'm coming. If not, I'm sending Scott or someone else on our team. I'll make them go. And they can review it because it sounds between terrifying and amazing. And I think that's kind of what you guys are going for. But thank you guys so much. Great. Thank you. Thank you.
All right, that's going to do it for today's episode of Scare Zone. Thanks to Tim and Jen. Thanks to Ricky and Sarah. Check out all of them and whatever they're doing. I'll see you guys this week down at Halloween Horror Nights. And next week will probably be totally spoilerific. Just fair warning. We've given you enough weeks. I'm there week three, so I'm going to go and we're going to talk about Halloween Horror Nights next week and all that went down. And some great guests coming up. I know we talked about John Paul Gertz being this episode, but these interviews came out and I really feel like they're they're really needed for right now because they talk about what's going on this Halloween season right there in Orlando. Again, thank you guys for listening to Scare Zone. I can't believe how many people reach out, how many people have joined our group, my Facebook group. Again, you can find that by just going to scarezone.com on the right. You'll see links to my group in Scott's eBay store and Chris has a new book out. Check that out. And his old book about Halloween Horror Nights, but a new book about Universal Monsters, the Universal Monsters Origins. Get it right through Scarezone.com. We'll take you straight to Amazon. Easiest way to do it. Write us a review on iTunes if you like the show. It really helps us out a lot. Pick up a t-shirt, either a Scarezone t-shirt or a Bill and Ted art printer t-shirt. All that can be found at Scarezone.com. Thank you guys so much for wanting to be involved with us this Halloween season. And hope you guys have had an awesome time as October is now here. Well, guys... As always, I'm almost too giddy to say it. Keep your eyes closed and your ears open. I'll see you at Finnegan's on Sunday. Visit our website, scarezone.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash scarezone. And follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash svpodcast. And remember to rate and review us on iTunes. This has been a production of Laugh O'Brown Studios. Copyright 2016.